Welcome to Third Coast Vein, presented by the Coastal Bend Blood Center. And now, here's your host, Ashley Ramirez. Hello, everyone. My name is Ashley Ramirez, and you're listening to the Coastal Bend Blood Center's Third Coast Vein. This is episode five, and on today's episode, we have Nicole Peters with the Coastal Bend Blood Center. How are you doing? I am doing well. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time, Nicole. I know you're very busy. Can you tell our listeners what exactly is your title here and what exactly you do? Okay. I am the Director of Technical Services and Information Technology. I'm also the Radiation Safety Officer for the organization. Awesome. Uh, Sounds very important. I don't know. But it's the team that's important. <laughs> that's true. Everybody's important. That's very true. So tell us a little background on when you started here at the Coastal Bend Blood Center and how your, your journey began here. Okay. Well, actually, it started kind of before here. I went to school in Montana and I got a degree in microbiology. And I came down here to visit and then thought I wanted to get a job. And I called the hospital because they had a job for a microbiologist mm-hmm. and they said no you have to be a medical technologist you need to go back to school and I thought okay so I called the university and I did the program um, and it took me a year and I thought I would be in microbiology but I wound up in blood bank wow. so straight out of school I worked in the blood bank at Shoreline and then I I was there for six years and then I came to the blood center so um and you've been here ever since? I've been here ever since, 14 years. Okay, I was going to ask you, so how yeah. many years has it been? 14 years, wow. Does yeah. it feel like 14 years? Not really? No, I mean, it's fun here. Exactly. There's things, there's so different projects all the time. It's just, it never gets old. Yep, yeah, that's how I feel. I'm going on six years, oh, and nice. I feel like it's just flown by, but in a good way. Yeah. It doesn't feel like work you know especially when you're really passionate and you love what you do it's just it doesn't feel like that you know it feels um it's it's a good thing to be part of in the coastal wind blood center like you just stated it's it's just a fun all good positive environment and i think that's very important nowadays because so many people don't experience that right yeah we have an amazing team we do we do it's like a second family here Mm -hmm. honestly we do so tell us we're here to talk about laboratory week right Mm -hmm. it's coming up it's april the 23rd through the 29th it's national so that's definitely throughout the u.s Um, i looked it up it's it looks like it started around 1975 the celebration i didn't know that yeah we've been um you know there's been lab techs forever Mm -hmm. we um been around for a long time we're kind of the behind the scenes people yes uh but we have um we all we also go to school for the laboratory okay where there's associates degrees and bachelor's degrees but they both do the basics and then they go into the core laboratory te- um, classes okay so it'd be hematology ke- clinical chemistry blood bank microbiology parasitology all of the things that you would do in a laboratory okay and so there's trained specially they do clinicals and so we celebrate that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a big year. deal. Yeah, it's a big deal, and uh, we like to have fun, I think. Yeah, it's always fun. We always have different themes, mm-hmm. right? So this year, I believe it's going to be, is it retro? It's, um, refresh my oh memory. Oh, gosh, Saved by the Lab. It's the Saved by, oh, like, Saved by the Bell. Oh, Saved by the Bell. Yes, so it's an it's a 80s retro type mm-hmm. of thing, but it's officially a Saved, Saved by the by Bell the type of theme, which yes. is going to be fun. So we'll probably... You guys will probably see, or you guys will definitely see the pictures on our social media because we always like to post that and yes. show all the fun that we have here. We work hard, but we also like to have fun. Yes. It makes sure that we, you know, show the appreciation to our employees that work hard 
each and every day. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about what exactly lab department does like what does a uh, I know it's not going to be exactly the same every day correct but what is a, a typical day so for like so for us in the blood center it's a little different than hospitals right. hospitals have the main department so they'll have a hematology department they'll have a, a micro department a chemistry department special chemistry um I'm probably missing something um and blood bank yes in the blood bank department mm -hmm. so we have similar things but our techs do all of it here so we have an, we have microbiology we we culture all of our platelets to make sure they don't have bacteria growing in them mm -hmm. we do hematology as well because we do all of our product qc we do on hematology analyzers but we also do donor qualifications so when the donors come in to donate platelets we'll do a complete blood count on them and we check their platelet count to see if what they can donate or if they're eligible to donate mm -hmm. We do um, a lot of blood bank and transfusion service for some of our local hospitals, our um, local uh, long-term acute care facilities, uh, rehab facilities. They will send their patient samples to us because they don't have a laboratory in their little right. facility. Mm -hmm. And we do a type and screen and a cross match or work up whatever they need. So okay. our staff are on call 24-7. We rotate our call, but they're they're available to our customers twenty four seven, and we also do um, what's called an antibody workup and antigen screening for our uh, rural hospitals and our local hospitals. So if they have something they can't do, they may send it to us. Or when they have a patient that has multiple antibodies and they have to find specially matched blood for that, they'll okay. request it from us, and our techs will search for it in our inventory. Wow. And test for it. Yeah. So that's a little, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot that, that you guys do. So again, that's why we, you know, I said earlier, you guys are definitely heroes. And it, even though it's behind the scene, I, I'm really excited that people get a more, you know, intel look into what exactly you guys you guys do and i think that's important because a lot of people don't understand what all goes on at the blood center you know in the different departments and you know they just see you know recruiters or people that yeah. are out you know um that are that are out in in the public right and doing things like that but they don't really know and we do a lot and there's so many different mm -hmm. departments you're ahead of i you manage it as well also components where uh -huh. you know all of the blood that's collected all of the blood that's collected comes back to my two departments either the laboratory or the components department for processing okay so all the whole blood goes through components they have huge centrifuges that look like washing machines mm -hmm. they spin those down in that then they separate to the different components plasma red cells some days platelets some days cryo mm -hmm. and they store it appropriately and then my laboratory staff will qual they do quality control on those products and the laboratory staff they process all of the platelet products because that's kind of a specialized processing we have to sample them for the bacterial detection and we have to sample them to make sure that they have the right platelet content in them mm -hmm. so all of the products come back they get processed it doesn't just go vein to vein that would be nice and easy but that's right. not how it works right so for people that may you know that maybe have never donated platelets before mm -hmm. and people i get asked that a lot you know how are when we donate blood is it just automatically transferred to the patients in the yeah. hospitals can you talk a little bit more about that yeah no it's not um there is a lot that goes into mm -hmm. it between it going out of the donor and into the patient. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of donor testing we perform. We're a highly regulated environment. So we have to follow 
um, multiple agencies, one being the FDA, the um, Food and Drug Administration. We follow the CFRs, which are basically, you know, like law. Mm -hmm. We have uh, peer accrediting agencies that come in and they inspect us and we follow those standards. And we also are inspected by the European Union because we have some product that um, actually goes for plasma fractionation. So we do a lot of different things. And the main goal is to make sure that we utilize all of that product, that nothing gets wasted. Right. So uh, most of our products, most of our whole blood is split into components. And that's um, just typical what um, is transfused at a hospital and component therapy. Because, you know, you may not need platelets. You may just need red cells. So when you go to the hospital, if you're anemic, your doctor may just order some red cells. And so that's what you would be transfused. Or if you don't have your platelets are low, then you might just get platelets. So that's why that's separated into the different components. It's, it's called component therapy. We also make whole blood for the trauma hospitals. Mm -hmm. So that's not separated. Okay. It's all still tested. We have to do all the same testing. We do a blood type. We do an antibody screen, which tests for unexpected antibodies, which a person can develop from, um, pregnancy, from being exposed during pregnancies or transfusion. Uh, we, do, we test for HCV, hepatitis B, hepatitis C, did I already say that? Huh. I think H it's a B. Yeah, yeah, B, C, HIV, HTLV, Chagas, you know, all of the stuff that's bloodborne transmission that right. we're concerned about. So we test all of our products for that. And the whole blood is interesting because that's an old product that's become a new product again. And our Halo Flight, they carry whole blood. And our trauma hospitals, uh, Shoreline and Bay Area, carry whole blood. So that's... Um, more about getting all of the product into the person fast because they may need all of it. They may need all of that plasma, red cells, and um, occasionally platelets. The platelets actually still work up to like 14 days in that whole blood. Right, right. And it just, like you mentioned, it just depends on the individual. Yep. Yeah. So if somebody said, okay, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to donate plate, I want to donate platelets today. Not, can anybody donate platelets or do you have to you know, be eligible in some way, or do you have to do some kind of um, questionnaire to see if you're able to donate? How does that work? It's the same questionnaire that you would donate for regular whole blood, okay. but there is some more eligibility requirements. We do, females have to be HLA negative. Mm -hmm. uh, and what it, does that mean? HLA is a the human leukocyte antigen. It's something that you females get exposed to through pregnancies, and so they can develop an antibody to HLA antigens, and um, that can cause issues uh, in the recipients. So we allow females to donate platelets if they've never been pregnant. And if they have, then we test them. And if they're negative, then they can donate platelets or plasma products. Okay. So there's that one little, uh, extra step. And then, uh, for platelets, you have to have a platelet pre-count. Your platelet count has to be high enough. We obviously do not want to take your platelets if you don't have enough to begin with. For sure. Right. And then your blood volume also t is, um, something that's calculated. So your height, weight, all of that going in with your platelet count will determine what you can donate. So we can take either one single dose mm -hmm. or up to three doses of platelets. So Okay, so it's either a, and I, I think it's, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, you can do double, triple, mm -hmm. and is it quadruple? No, just quad a single, a double, or a triple. There's, so there's no quad? Platelets, there's no quad platelet. Plasma, okay. we do have a quad plasma. Okay, okay. But platelets, just up to three. Um, sometimes if you are able, you can actually donate platelets, a red cell and a plasma mm -hmm. on the same mm -hmm. sitting depends on your blood volume and your platelet counts. 
but most of the time, it, people donate platelets. And when you don't just do a platelet, you can come in a shorter duration than if you were doing a red cell. Then you're, you have to wait longer to be eligible to donate again. Okay, awesome. So I know we get those questions. We get these questions on a daily basis, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you do too, especially when we're out in our community. Mm-hmm. And I and I want, and even though I may know these answers, I still want to ask so that for these people, yeah. you know, for our listeners to know, because I know a lot of them may or may not be aware. And this is what it's all about is yeah. bringing that awareness. So I think that's really cool about, um, you know, if you have had a baby, a lot of people think, oh, you know what? I, I've had a baby, so I'm, I'm out. And that's yeah. not true. Nope. You know, there's so many m- myths out there, so many um misinformation right mm-hmm. so I, that's why i'm really trying to get um all the details as you know as much as we can so that people are well informed yeah. on who can donate and you know what you can and can't give and i think we have that on our website also and as we always state if you have any questions right if you are not sure of anything call us and yeah. we'll be happy to answer you anytime you know oh, our, we love talking to people yeah we love it donating. this is what we this is our job right yep. it's part of our job so tell us a little bit more about why you why is it important to you you know the Colson Blood Center's mission in saving as many lives as possible and getting this word out and people that may just have a lot of concerns we see that again when we're in the public we see that on you know mm-hmm. social media comments things like that a lot of people you know may not agree with um a lot of things that you know when it comes to donating blood maybe they're they're worried about the the safeness if yeah. we just talked about that so i'm glad we cleared that up you know we we always try to mention it is very it goes through an intense testing mm-hmm. to make sure we have to it's it's part of fda regulated it's yep. part of you know we and before it ever touches a human patient or they might be scared of needles mm-hmm. or there's so many things like why is it important for us or why is it important to you to um to get this word out and to to help people understand the importance of donating blood here in the, in the coastal bin. Well, we always say this, and it may sound like we repeat this over and over, but it is the blood on the shelf that saves the lives. And um, when something happens, people want to do something. They want to, you mm-hmm. know, and donating blood is a, it's a pretty, pretty powerful thing. Um, but when there's a crisis and something's happened, there's been a mass casualty. It's the donors that have already donated that have saved those lives. Right. And, that's why it's so important to just be a regular, consistent donor, even if you just do it two times a year, just so we can keep those shelves full and ready. And I have a personal, a very personal story with... Oh, with I love um, it. Yeah, I. Um, my mom, she was diagnosed with multiple myeloma in, gosh, it would have been 2009. Okay. Um, she had many, many transfusions. Wow. Many red I did cell not know transfusions, that. many platelet transfusions. Before you begin, what exactly is that that she was diagnosed? Can Multiple you- myeloma is like a blood cancer. It's okay. your plasma cells in your in your bone marrow just kind of go crazy. Okay. And so basically they so she made so many of those plasma cells in her bone marrow, she wasn't making red cells, she was making platelets. So okay. she would get transfused. Um and you would see her, I'd come pick her up and she'd be gray. Oh my She'd gosh. be gray and she would have no energy. You could tell she needed to be transfused. Yeah. It was, um, I almost think it was like magic. You know, she'd go in there and get transfused and the color would come back into her cheeks and she could go up the steps and she could, you wow. know, do little things. She, she was pretty sick, so she couldn't do a ton, but you could see the major difference. The life come back into yeah. her. And it was the same with platelets. She would get, she'd have, her platelet counts would be so low. She'd have bruises and her skin would hurt. And she'd get a unit of platelets, and she would just feel a million times better. Right. So 
for me and and that actually that that illness took her she she mm-hmm. she fought it for like two years and seven months but I had a passion for it anyways I worked in the blood bank well before she was ever diagnosed and I saw many patients that were saved for through, through transfusion through surgeries that weren't expected to use blood that went bad um, cancer patients on a daily basis yeah. that just need their products so I knew it was important before but when I actually sat there and sometimes I would see the blood come I'd be sitting with my mom and I'd see the blood come from our blood center that was irradiated by people I knew yeah. getting wow. transfused to my mom you know it's powerful oh yeah and it's important that people know that it's um it's not just the people that get um you know are in a tra- traumatic situation it's cancer patients, yep. it's people with genetic, you know, um, things that maybe they don't make enough red cells. Mm-hmm. There's just lots of different reasons people get transfused, and it is it is the blood on the shelf that uh, is transfused to those people when they need it. Right, right. I, I mean, I'm, I never heard that story, and this is what the podcast is all about, is hearing these these real-life stories that happen. I mean, this is, yeah. this is real life. And when we say that, at, we say this often as well, every two seconds, someone mm-hmm. is in need of, blood, of a blood transfusion. One in seven people are going to need yeah. a blood transfusion in their lifetime. And this is real statistics. And, you know, like you mentioned, a lot of people, I think what our goal is, is of course, bringing the constant awareness, right? But it's also, like you mentioned, yes, we love the support that we get from mm-hmm. our community when we have these, you know, crisis or the or in that critical yes, need, unfortunately. Yeah, we love it. We love it. But we want not only for you to for our, our donors to come out on in, you know mm-hmm. during these times but to come out when just on a regular tuesday mm-hmm. on a regular wednesday the goal and and the primary goal is to be consistent donors like you mentioned mm-hmm. and we can say that over and over and over because that is the true goal yeah. you know whether it's four or six the yeah. point is if we can do like that campaign that we have going on right now the twice for life right yeah. if you can donate at least twice begin there because we know mm-hmm. people get busy people have you know a mm-hmm. lot of things going on we get it but if you can donate twice and that's very, very doable, right? Within a year, mm-hmm. then that makes such a that would make such a world of a difference for your blood center. Mm-hmm. Huge difference. And if everybody would come on, you know, on board with this and we would unite as a community, yeah. oh my goodness, we would never find ourselves in that urgent or yeah. critical need. And that's what we want, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of our big goals here at the Coastal Men Blood Center. Let's do what we can to not find ourselves in that and state. Well, right. And we also want to balance you yes. know, that with not wasting anything that's ever donated. Exactly. And, I think that's why we talk a lot about donating for what you know donating donating what's correct for your blood type mm-hmm. because we you know the distribution of blood types in our in our community most people are O mm-hmm. then it's A it's most common then it's B and then it's AB very small population of AB right. so when we talk about a red cell universal donor we always talk about the O donor is a red cell universal donor and and it's absolutely the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's typically what gets pulled when there is a trauma. You know, they start with that O blood till they get a blood type. So O is, is always needed, always right, needed. Right. O negative is always needed. We need that RH negative blood for our females of childbearing age. Mm-hmm. Those um, we want to keep stocked for, you know, a, anyone that is a female of childbearing age that may potentially need blood. We don't want to expose them to the D or the RH positive antigen. So right. O donors for red cells that's that's the ticket there for plasma you know we want a b donors Mm -hmm. it's opposite so if you're an a b person you may want to consider donating platelets or plasma that's the universal donor for plasma right because a b does not have the a or b antibodies in the blood Mm -hmm. so 
when you look at your blood type, you can really go, well, what would be the most powerful donation for me to do? And um, if you're, oh, you know, red cells, that's it. If you're A, B, A, or B, you know, it's always good to do platelets and plasma. So we really try to make sure we're collecting correctly, that we're utilizing it correctly. It is a precious resource. I know that there's a lot of people that think that it just, you know, just comes here and we just send it to the hospitals and there's no in between, but there's so much that goes into it. So much. And it's... um, and we treat everyone, every unit that we get is just, it's precious to yeah, us. Yeah, it's gold. And you're right. There, there's so much that goes in, in between us, you know, collecting it mm-hmm. and versus us having to test it. And people, like you said, mm-hmm. do think that. But, um, and that's where it all, all goes to. It's the blood on the shelf that's going to save mm-hmm. lives, you know. So every time, that's why it's important for us to collect a certain amount on yeah. a daily basis. So I think, uh, you know, our goal is about 120 mm-hmm. daily. And a lot of people are not aware of that either. We have to collect a good amount every single day to make sure that we keep that adequate amount Mm -hmm. of blood supply on our shelves. Because like you mentioned, it's the blood on the shelves that saves lives. Mm -hmm. And I think when people really realize, you know, really truly understand that, and then hopefully then they'll, you know, make that commitment to become consistent donors, regular donors, and hopefully a lifetime donors. That's like, that's our goal right there. that would be amazing yes and i think that when we really when we are out in the public and we're talking to people and we really give them that information you know a lot of people are so shocked to hear oh wow really? i didn't know that blood had a certain shelf life oh, we, we you know thought, shelf life is yeah. an important thing to talk about it's a very important because they think that we just store it here and right. i joke all the time i, I say they think that we're you know like a dracula facility yeah. here you know i mean that would be great wouldn't yes. that be great i mean gosh that would uh, you know alleviate so many so many um trials and tribulations and stress but that's not the case and that's why we try to yes. remind everybody be consistent yeah please, please. Well, i think it would be good to touch on shelf life because yeah, it, it is something it. that I, th- I think people think that blood is just uh, an unlimited mm-hmm. uh, shelf life but it's not uh, platelets when they're donated they are good for seven days right so platelets are actually a hard product to manage because they're only good for seven days so if you have somebody that uses quite a few kind of depletes the supply um, we have to replenish that, right. but they they are in testing for multiple days because mm-hmm. of all the bacterial detection testing. So it's not like the things that are collected today are going to come out tomorrow. They come out about two days later, mm-hmm. two and a half days later. Mm-hmm. Um, so red so red cells those are we keep those for forty two days. Mm-hmm. We actually add um, additive solution, which is just like sugar food for the red cells, so they last the forty two days. But after that, they're expired. We can't use those anymore. People do freeze blood, but it's not frozen for just regular use. Frozen blood is frozen when it's a very rare unit, something that's almost irreplaceable or has multiple antigen negative, things like that. They save those for people that will need them down the road that they're hard to find. Okay. So blood isn't frozen on a routine basis. Um, So it's only good for 42 days. Plasma, we freeze. It's good for a year. Right. Um, and then, but once it's thawed, it's only good for 24 hours or five days, depending on the facility's procedures. And um, whole blood's only good for 27 days, 28, 27 days, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad that we, you know, this, that's a that's a big part of why, again, it, it will always go back to we need to collect mm-hmm. that certain amount every single day. And, mm-hmm. you know, us being out, we, we don't get any downtime, right? No. Uh, you know, our blood, I'm sure you know, you guys that are listening have seen our blood mobile at least 
one point or another, you yeah. know, because we're out in the community seven days a week. We service 22 medical facilities, 10 counties. We don't have time to stop, you know, us being the sole provider. We're, we are a, a vital resource in our community, uh, you know, um, we're the sole provider of blood supply. It's the blood that we collect that is actually, you know, touching human patients mm-hmm. that actually, you know, um, are trans- transferred to our local hospitals here in our community. So I think that our mission is to collect as much blood, you know, units as possible and to save as many lives as possible, right? To get to be able to maintain a safe, right? Mm-hmm. A safe um Safe blood, blood supply su- and safe manage, blood supply and manage and our our blood supply responsibly. Exactly, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that that we're collecting the right, you know, blood for your type. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you mentioned that because we get we get calls on that as well. I mean, there's so many questions that we get on a daily basis, and I think I think we have that information on our website as well. You know, mm-hmm. what's we be- what's yeah. best for you know what's best to donate for your blood type. So if you whoever you know if you guys have any questions, please feel free to give us a call. You can check out our website at coastalwindbloodcenter.org for more information on that. But I think that's really important. You know, my fiance, he donates platelets and whole blood as well all the time because right now we need platelets, yeah, right? We I mean, we, we right really, really need platelets. So for you guys listening, I mean, we need we need all blood types always. Mm-hmm. But right now we are seeing a, a decrease in platelets. So if you are eligible and you're able and feeling well and healthy to donate platelets, please, we encourage you to do so. Yeah, donating platelets right now, you have to come to the blood center, yes. but they treat you like royalty and they love their platelet donors. So yeah, come and on in and save lives. Yeah, and get to meet everybody. It's a fun place. It is. It's a fun place. And we always, again, we try to make it fun for everybody involved. We always have awesome incentives, even though, you know, I think the best reward is saving lives, mm-hmm. in my opinion, right? I may be a little biased, but we Thank also you. try to make it fun for everyone. We have some fun little giveaways right now. I think it's a... Um, it's a, a gift card and I think a meat package. I'm not a griddle, something something like this. I'm, I'm not uh, 100% sure, but you guys can always, if you're not following us on our social media, please do so. We're at Facebook. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I believe we have a TikTok too, Coastal Wind Blood Center. And you'll find all of the different promotions, campaigns, different events. We always have something going on, right? It's always something going on because we have to. We have to mm-hmm. find some kind of way to make sure that we're... We want to engage the donors. And exactly. We, you know, and, and our, po- our donor population is changing over the years. You know, some of it's aging out, and we're, we're really trying to get into these younger groups yep. and uh, teach them about donation and the importance Early. of it. And get them, yeah, get them to be lifetime donors. Yes, yes. I, I always say that. I love that because that is our primary goal. Right now, we have really cool programs that we've talked about before, too. We have our Pint Size Hero program. We have, of course, our Red Cord program. And now we just started our collegiate program with our yes, university. That's really so it's awesome. so cool that we have, like, kind of across the board from beginning to the primary to college students yes. in hopes that we instill in them the importance of donating blood, yes. right? Because I know a lot of times people unfortunately may not understand it until it hits home yes. and that's what we don't want we don't want you to wait right we want you to understand the importance now and to give so that hopefully that doesn't happen yeah. god forbid but if it does you know it can save your life it yeah. can save your mother your father your loved one you know one thing i hear people say sometimes is i'll donate when somebody i know needs it yes. and, and i always say you know that's good and that's right, fine right. but when they need it they're going to need it, and somebody's already donated it. Exactly. So it's just, I totally understand those, you know, you don't know 
until you see somebody that you love yep. be transfused yep. or need it. So yeah, it, it's hard. Yeah. And I, I understand that. But Me too. I, I understand that. Yeah. They're not going to fully understand yeah. it until it, it they actually see it from themselves yeah. for themselves. But I think that if we can try to just continue to talk about yep. it as much as possible, share these stories, share yeah. your, te- you know, what you state you shared earlier, which I think was really beautiful. It literally gave me, gave me goosebumps. I think it's those stories right there is our why yeah. it's why we do what we do every single day and it's why it's so important to yes. donate blood to to donate life because that's what you're doing you're saving lives and it does not get better than that no. it really truly doesn't nicole thank you so much for taking time oh, you are so no problem can i shout out of one course. more thing and i was gonna say so, if there's like, anything else just to finish off with lab week and uh, medical technologists well actually it's clinical clinical laboratory scientists now and our uh, medical laboratory technicians okay if you are interested in that as a career field, it's oh, a yeah. great, great career field. It's um, Del Mar has a program for the associates, okay. and A and M here in, in Corpus also has a, the bachelor's program. And we're really lucky and we're really fortunate because most places do not have those programs. A lot of people actually come online through our programs and come and do our programs because we have them here. So it's a wonderful option. If you like laboratory science and you're interested in those kind of things, I urge you to check it out. Um, Even if you want to go on to school later and do something different, it's a great career to have when you're working and you may be going to school. Mm -hmm. And it's a great career just to have. There's people work in hospitals, people Mm -hmm. work at blood centers, people work on They go work for um, instrument companies. They may go do infection control at their hospitals. There's so many real paths that you can do with it that I just wanted to shout that out, that if you're interested in something like that, you know, come see us at the lab. We'll we'll show you around and, and... give a tour yeah i love it yes you heard it from nicole thank you so much nicole again from um taking the time i know you're busy to really help us bring again this awareness and of everything that goes on behind the scenes because you guys do so so much so thank you for what you guys do and the hard work that you put in each and every day and your team members because you guys are awesome and you yes they are you guys are in our team yes you are we are yeah and you guys deserve to get to be recognized for what you do so thank you nicole and on that note we'll see you on episode six and thank you again for listening to the Coastal Bend Blood Center's Third Coast Vein podcast. Thank you. You've been listening to Third Coast Vein, presented by the Coastal Bend Blood Center with your host, Ashley Ramirez. Tune in for the next episode of the Third Coast Vein.